Okay, at 12 minutes past four, then let's get a wrap of our weekly entertainment news. Joined by entertainment and lifestyle commentator Nkosana Mzluli. How are you today? I'm good, I'm good. How are you? <laughs> I'm great. Thank you so much for, for joining us. How's the week been? Uh, the week has been amazing. But before we get into it, I just want to wish everybody a super killer, brother, it's a yellow, delicious, fulfilling absolutely absolutely we need that every friday to make it more fulfilling than it already is right so let's get straight to it zex bantwini we start there today so he scored his first summer win after 15 years in the music industry and then he shared on his instagram that uh what was supposed to be an exciting night for him left him shocked and disappointed why yeah 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 i think this year's summers were just the first in many quite a, 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 a disappointment because, I mean, even when I was checking on Twitter when it was playing, because I didn't watch them, I missed them, unfortunately, but I saw most of the people on the timeline that were commenting and saying, you know, this year's summers, the production is not really what it is. It's not really up to par. And for Zakes, really, for him, I mean, it was the biggest night of, of, of all nights in his life. And he was just left disappointed because it's not really what the summers are, are, are known to be. You know, he felt sort of like uh, they didn't really meet his, 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 his expectations. I mean, most people were really complaining in terms of the production being not up to par. Um, you know, there, was, there wasn't even a, a, a sense of courtesy of respecting artists as well because even on, on, on Twitter, a lot of people were commenting and saying that, you know, even some of the nominees were not even present present um, wow. at the awards. So, yeah, it, it, I was, like, quite surprised because, I mean, growing up, I watched and lived for the summers. Like, yo, you can't miss the summer cut because it, it's a big, it's a big um, music award, you know. It's almost, like, similar to the Grammys, you know, in the States. So for, 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 for this year's really editions of the summers, they weren't really up to par. And I think probably because, I mean, for the past two years, because of COVID, you know, not of, a lot of um, sort of like gatherings were permitted. So even with um, uh, the CEO of Risa and Santa's mm-hmm. he was reflecting on the 28th, um, installment of the summons, you know, um, wanting to release an, an, an urgent um, uh, statement, you know, because what normally they do is that they would have a meeting with artists and recording um, companies to sort of like discuss how should the production of the summons or in terms of what do they really, sort of like a reflection of, okay, we did this last year, how should we better ourselves this year? Mm. But obviously because the meeting couldn't take place and most people weren't available. I, yeah, what happened really happened. And unfortunately for Zay... But why would they not be av- available? That, that is uh, uh, crucial to any event. We need to look at, you know, what, what have we taken stock of and what we need to do. Everybody who's part of the organizing team should have availed themselves. Was it maybe also uh, just people just are over it? I think probably it makes no sense that the, the organizing team would not avail themselves for such an important <laughs> meeting. That should have happened. Right. You know, but I think also for some people, chances are, you know, for them, I mean, summers don't mean much. 
ah, you get them, you move on, you know. I think probably some people are just over it. It's not the same anymore. And I mean, yeah, it is what it is. Could it also have been maybe a timing thing? Uh, the date was also sort of coinciding with the Comrades Marathon. Um, probably could also be that. But I think, you know, for, for, for most people, I mean, remember, we've had COVID for the past two years. And I think most awards were were were, were sort of, broadcast virtually or presented or conducted virtually. So I think for some people, it's, it's one of those, ah, okay, whether I'm there, whether I'm there, not there, really makes no difference. So, yeah, I think it's just the changing times as well. Yeah, the times are definitely changing. And I think also because, you know, a lot of artists have taken control of their careers to an extent where maybe accolades and recognition is not something that they, they put highly anymore. People feel like they have their own power and their own... I guess, individuality that they celebrate, whether or not they are recognized. And, and I think we're now in an era where people are starting to realize that we actually don't need the approval of big industry giants to do what mm-hmm. we want to do. We'll do it anyway. People have gone independent. There's things like social media where you can, you know, um, showcase your music and market yourself uh, and different uh, avenues and, and all of that. So I don't know, maybe that, as you say, times have changed and we're moving in a different direction. And I wonder maybe then the next meeting of the organizing team should not be looking at that to say, how do we change them with the moving times? But for Zex Bantwini, was he just commenting on the production as in that's what disappointed him or also the people not showing up? I think generally besides the the, 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 the quality of, of, of production for him, it was, I think... Um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I think it's just courtesy of respect and and acknowledgement. I, I I would say because for him really, I mean, it was the biggest you know biggest night of his life. I mean, 15 years in the music industry, and finally you know you get an accolade and you are recognized. You know, because he's been overlooked for 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 years, and tonight is the night where really. yes, I'm getting my 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 my. My 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 um award yet yeah I really didn't meet his expectations so for him really it was just like ah but you know guys it's not really what I expected it's not really how the summers were uh, are meant to be conducted it's just yeah a mess it was a big mess okay well he still has the award that will go down in records so <laughs> there you go yeah. so let's take a short <laughs> break and then we'll talk about other awards talking the essay film and television awards stay with us on sound awake as we discuss a weekly wrap of our entertainment news for this afternoon it is to lady royal demoni palisa tebe smash africa candace morisele pop 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 and let's see so those are the six <laughs> presenters for the show, but why so many? Later, I think one. Um, uh, they, they, I think they're taking a different um, approach to, to this year's um, uh, production, and plus also, I mean, like times have changed, and they are going to be held virtually. So also, we we must remember that with, with, with COVID for, uh, restrictions that have been taking place over the past two years. Obviously, the SAFTAs have been held uh, virtually. Plus, I think essentially, when when whenever these production shows, um, I mean, awards are, are are meant to take place, they normally have, shall I say, a a tender <laughs> mm. for any production house to actually produce um these shows. But obviously, since now um 
the Saskas will be uh, taking place virtually on Friday. I think for them, it's cutting costs as well. So, I mean, more presenters. And I think maybe to have a variation of, of, of presenters as well. I mean, we know that Paul Pops is able, you know, capable of being an MC and he's done a phenomenal job yeah. on, 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 on the roast. So I think really it's just to have a variation of presenters as well and to... Yeah. And I think comedians generally do do great when it comes to hosting awards shows. Who's the main presenter, though? Because, I mean, you can't have six people all playing the equal <laughs> role, right? Who's the Beyonce yeah. of this Destiny's Child? So the Beyonce in this Destiny's Child <laughs> is <laughs> the one and only and beautiful Kutsuta lady. And for her, really, it's, it's quite an honor because this is going to be her first presenting gig, and I mean, it's a big, big platform for her as well. Mm. So for her, she's quite honoured to be a main guest and and to be to to, to be a a, a, a a member, a presenter alongside the likes of Mpopo as well. So for her, really, it's it's sort of like a cherry on top of the chocolate cake. Yeah. So everybody on the panel is a presenter, either television or radio or both. And Mpo being a comedian, as we say, comedians do great in this type of things. Uh, the surprising one is Lasizwe, who's our <laughs> Influencer. <laughs> nice one also, though. I think for me, really, it's also, um, um, I was quite taken aback. I was like, oh, Lassizé. But I think also Lassizé, I mean, he's known for, for, for his um, skits as well. So he's got a comedic side as well as, 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 a, as a YouTuber influencer, shall I say. But I think really, I, it, 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 uh, it's sort of like with each presenter, they're like a myth to each and every single particular market, you know, for those who are on the social media platforms who are well aware of who Lefizwe is, those who know who Smash Africa is, Mpopop obviously being a comedian, and Kutsa Taledi, who is a radio personality, I think really they've done something phenomenal in terms of really creating various niches for various um, markets, as I like say, watchers. All right. Let's talk uh, Lion King actor, uh, Dr. I mean, oh, goodness, I feel like we're watering him down by just <laughs> referring to him like that. But because of the, the story, it will make sense why we're uh, re referring to him like that, Dr. John Kani. So he's expressed disappointment after Meghan Markle claimed that she was told that people in South Africa, so us uh, here in Zanzi, we rejoiced apparently in the streets over her marriage to Prince Harry and uh, this was the rejoicing that was also in the same feelings of what we did when uh, Nelson Mandela was freed from prison. Now, Megan reportedly was in a conversation with the Cut magazine and uh, saying that when meeting John Kani, uh, he commented that, you know, when you married, we rejoiced so much as South Africans in the streets, sort of the same way that we rejoiced when Nelson Mandela <laughs> was freed from prison. The way I laughed when I saw this <laughs> the story. And then, but uh, Dr. Akani says, I've never even met her. What What is she talking about? <laughs> so, um, what Michael Vulcan is saying, that she's comparing her marriage to that of the day um, when the late Dr. Nelson Mandela was released from jail and we were all jubilating and, you know, we were celebrating and we did the very same thing. And Dr. John Kani was kind of like, again, uh, so we did not even do that, like, not any South African was even covering your marriage because it wasn't really that big of a thing, you know. I mean, for me, really, if I had to say we were jubilating, I think 
it would definitely be um, the time that um, Princess Diana was actually getting married because she was the princess, um, the, the people's princess. So for me, really, I was kind of like, ah, okay, but we really didn't. We were all like, oh, okay, fantastic. There's a colored person in the royal family. Yay. And we moved on with our lives. But <laughs> for us to be out here running in the streets, hey, Meghan Markle, yeah, yeah. There's definitely nah, no comparison that. to that marriage <laughs> and uh, the release of our Nelson Mandela from prison. That's number yeah. one. Number two, who told her this? Because she said a South African male cast member, uh, but she didn't specify. But then uh, Dr. John Kani was the only cast member from South Africa from that Disney remake of The Lion King. Who could have said this to her? <laughs> because I mean, it, it, it's quite absurd, you know. It's or very maybe, like, yeah, weird. Maybe she was just trying to, you know, create some, or fabricate some story to say, hey, South Africans were celebrating with her, but nah. None of that actually happened. <laughs> Do you think it could also be maybe the magazine? Uh, I mean, it's it's a well, it's a renowned magazine, uh, the U.S. magazine, The Cut. Do you think maybe, <laughs> I don't know, that journalist kind of minced the words there, missed something, and then just gave us the wrong report? Probably, probably. I, but <laughs> whatever was whatever she said are two totally different things because South Africa did not. <laughs> Very interesting t- times because even Dr. John Kani, as he says, he, he's never met her. So there's no ways he would have said that, number one. Number two, though, there's definitely no comparison between Nelson Mandela being freed from prison and Prince Harry marrying Meghan. Uh, I mean, we're not, I think maybe in the UK they would have rejoiced in the same way, but not here, not in South Africa. And he says he was in Hollywood at the time of the London premiere where they would have met, allegedly, I don't know. I don't know who whispered these crazy words in her ear, but uh, (laughs) for that moment that she was happy, we are happy that she was. But Megan, no, darling, that's not what it was. Uh, Sorry. Maybe we need to hear from her as well. That cut magazine needs to go back and say, uh, just please specify even more. Uh, Sting coming to South Africa and uh, he's going to be performing in two cities in the country, Cape Town and Pretoria. Tell us more. So Sting, who is known in the music industry as an icon, um, he'll be, um, he's got a leg tour in, in, in South Africa on next year, if I'm not mistaken, it's, it's, it's next year. So in, in Cape Town, it will be taking place on the 1st of February, 2023, in the Grand Arena, Grand West. And then on the 4th of February, it will be, it will be taking place in Sunbat Arena, Times Square in Pretoria, and tickets are going on sale today actually at nine o'clock. Okay. Um how much so are they? The prices, so the for the ticket concert, for the Cape Town concert, I mean it is eight hundred Rand. They start from eight hundred Rand. Mm. <laughs> and then for the Visoria show they start from seven hundred and twenty five Rand. So yeah, for those who would love to attend and can afford to attend, yeah, there you go. It's a very yeah, going to be a very auspicious occasion. But for me really when they said Tim was coming. I'm like, I go, what Tim songs am I aware of? Because when Tim was, you know, within the music arena, I was not even born yet. So I was still somewhere in the room, somewhere. No, the whole, this one is not for you. It's for us here on SFM. The youth and Allah will appreciate it. Trust me. <laughs> it's fine. But... Uh, but and, and, and he's 70 I've, years old now, hey? And uh, he's still performing. That's great. Because he's also, uh, he's been on tour from this year gone to Australia, New Zealand, Germany, 
and Holland. He, he's going to be a busy guy for the next, I guess, uh, two years. Yeah. Yeah, most definitely. But for me, really, because I was like, hi, man, what? Simpsons, I know. And I think the only thing I know, and it was the time when he was still, I think, part of a, a group called uh, Police. The Police. Second. Yeah, The Police. Uh, the song is called uh, Every Breath You Take, because I know uh, Diddy did a, he sampled, I think, the song and did sort of like a rap version of it. So for me, Missing that's the only song that I know. Yeah. <laughs> That I can say, yeah, as 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 a two thousand in my days, that's already so I can just raise my hand and say, I know it. He's <laughs> got I, many classics. Just just try, try and search on YouTube today. It's Friday. You're gonna have a glass of wine and enjoy some of his music later. <laughs> then you can I catch actually, up with us. I actually did some. You know, these uh, fields of 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 gold, shape of my heart, rock band. Yes, and I did some of the the the, the research, and I was like. I, I don't recall this, but I will listen and hear and see what's going on because I think really old school music is the best music. I don't want to lie because even my sister, who is an 18 year old, will listen to Phil Collins. So, yeah. <laughs> That's why your age group always samples these songs because they are the best. <laughs> but anyway, he's expected oh. to perform from, as you say, his former group hits, The Police, but also from his solo career songs. Let's leave it on that note, Kosana. Thanking you, as always, for joining us on this Friday. And a super for right, yay, ahead, and we can ahead. Poo, poo, a lifestyle and entertainment commentator discussing what's happened in the world of entertainment, looking at a wrap of this week. All right, 31 minutes past four. Let's play some Yvonne Chaka Chaka with Let Me Free.